Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, we do this midweek. It's Wednesday. I see Billy Jockalone out there. That means we're coming to the end of the week. The Eddie Scazzeri, hello to you, sir, and Al Josh Dukes. I know it's been a big, big Tuesday, and you're ripped up and ready to rock today. I sure am, Jerry. I was excited for the Knicks one because here's the thing. To even that series up, because you got now, today's Wednesday, right? You got three days of nothing. Yeah, we got no game Wednesday, no game Thursday, no game Friday. So strange. Yeah, so you can't, you go down two games and then have to wait three full days. Oh, that'd be a killer. Killer, Jerry. You know, you got both teams actually feeling really good about themselves because the Heat came and did what they will tell you they needed to do. They got one. The Knicks will tell you, all right, we didn't have Julius Randle in game one. We got game two, and they feel great. They're off a win. Yeah. They can enjoy the next few days. So everybody's happy in this series. Plus, I think the one thing the, this game yesterday proved, the Knicks have stronger ankles than the Heat. I suppose you could make that case. Although I would. Julius Randle did miss a few games. Right, but right now, like as of right now, better ankles, Knicks. Yes, yeah, but then we'll see on Saturday when, when Jimmy Butler's back. Right. But Jimmy Butler missed a key game with an ankle injury. Meanwhile, our two ankle dudes showed right up, played yeah. no problem. Though Julius Reynolds did miss playoff games. Which ones? <laughs> the Cavaliers. Ah, and, that we won I that don't know. series. Game, that, game one on Sunday. <laughs> and they lost that, Jerry. That's yes, just what I'm did. saying. Yes, You've got to man up, uh, wrap that ankle. Spike was telling me that ankle injuries are all in the heel, which I didn't understand. Cause I, I don't either. Because I said, you know, look, just wrap the ankle up. Well, then wrap the heel up. I mean, do something. Put Dr. Scholl's pads in your sneakers. <laughs> yeah, you could always do that. I think the Heat were smart. They got game one. Now Jimmy Butler's going to have almost a full week of rest. I know. You said that yesterday. You yeah. said if he doesn't play, yeah, it's a, you, you like the strategy because even if you lose, you took one game on the Correct. road. You get the... All these days now, plus 
yesterday not playing, yeah. plus the rest days before that. So that man's going to be, uh, man, I'd go right for his ankle. You, you got to, Jerry. Do you think someone steps on his yeah. foot on purpose? You have to. <laughs> yeah. Nothing would shock me these days, but I, would, I, right? don't, I don't expect that, though. That said, the Heat had every chance to win that game last night. Yeah, the, I was reading, Jerry. The Knicks had to come back in the fourth quarter to they, win that game. Not only, well, they had to come back. They were down six or seven midway through the fourth quarter. And then at 101-100, they scored the next seven points. So they won it late for sure. And they played, there was one sequence with, with Hartenstein making all these, uh, with all these rebounds. They had the ball for like a full minute. They out-toughed the heat down the stretch, I would say, last night. So Jimmy Butler doesn't even dress then, right? He wasn't even in a uniform. He was not. He no, I no, 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 no. When you're out, you're out. You're out. And he was out. Okay. So, but he'll be back Saturday. Uh he will be back on. I will. I will be stunned yeah. if he doesn't play on. It was weird too. You talk about the ankles. Yeah, a lot like, of ankles. They asked Jalen Brunson in the post game press conference last night after the game. Like, when did the? Because everybody was surprised when he popped up on that injury report. Like. Like, when did he get hurt? So they asked him. He's like, yeah, I started not feeling good after the game. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. And they so said, he played the full game, and only after the game does his ankle bothering him? That's pretty much what he said. So I don't think there was ever a, a doubt in his mind he was playing last night. Mm-hmm. But just weird. You would think normal wear and tear after 82 games plus these playoff games. But it must have been something that really bothered him. You got to get bionic ankles somehow in the NBA if bionic. you want to play a full season. Bionic ankle. Did you? Yeah. Did like, you see this story about the guy who has legs sewn on backwards by mistake? The doctor sewed his leg on backwards. I don't know if it was by mistake or it was because he had bone cancer. Oh. Really strange. So, but this was a procedure where the doctors accidentally put his leg on backwards. I don't want to use the word accidentally. He was. He had his legs sewn on backwards on purpose. Again, I'm not sure of that part. <laughs> I'm just saying. Very strange to see it, and you're talking about bionic ankles. They can do anything these days. They can sew your leg on backwards. Maybe you, ever, you could have uh, rods put down there. Rods, Jerry? Rods. Steel rods. You ever go to a doctor now? Like, they really, I guess because they've made mistakes in the past, so mm-hmm. a leg on backwards, amputate the wrong thing. They'll, like, ask you right before you're about to go in for surgery what you're there for, which is alarming if you're a patient. Like uh, Sure. You don't know I'm here for... We've had how many <laughs> visits? Yeah, but they want to make sure. They'll be like, now, what are you here for today? Uh, I think you're repairing <laughs> my hernia on my right side. All right, let me put a big Sharpie marker on that. Right on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we forget sometimes. Yeah. We're really nothing special. We're just part of their workday. Right, and he's like, ah, I took the wrong leg off. <laughs> well. You didn't tell me. <laughs> You got to tell me which leg you're here for. That's why I asked. Oh, funny. Anyway, so yeah, so their ankles, uh, that would be good. Okay, good. Well, Not their ankles, ankle injuries. Anymore. The Knicks' ankles held up last night, Jerry. <laughs> they did. <laughs> now, I didn't see any video of this yet, but I was reading uh, that Aaron Rodgers went to this game. There were a lot of people. That, well, again, it's the garden, it's the playoffs. Everybody shows up. That he went with Sauce Gardner, though, this time. Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard out. Out. Was Lazard not there at all? That I'm not sure. Right. I'm not either. Because we don't even, no one even cares that he shows up. They're just like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is here. Very rude. Very rude. Very rude. Right. Sauce Gardner probably didn't get any love, and he's been a jet. All right. Let me ask you this. You go to a game with Boomer. Yeah. They show Boomer on TV, Mm -hmm. and you're in the camera shot. Yeah. And you get completely ignored. Yeah. 
That's expected. That bothers you, right? Well, I, I think that would be expected. But I'm not a pro athlete. I'm not. No, but you are also part of this show for 15 years yeah. with him. But I think like Boomer would be shown as former NFL quarterback, host of NFL Today, Boomer. I don't think they'd put Boomer up and be like host of WFAN. Mm. All right, fair enough. So therefore, I am out. Jerry. You're out. I understand. I am out. All right. I guess the better comparison would be if that was was Geo next to him and he wasn't referenced, yeah. or if Craig back in the day wasn't referenced. Well, Craig would, would have made Boomer. himself known. He'd have been jumping, jumping jacks. <laughs> that is very true. Now, why did Emmanuel quickly only play nine minutes, Jerry? It's a good question, Al. Oh, we don't really have a full-on answer yet? I, I don't. Hmm. I do not. Hmm, 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 hmm. I, well, I did all my work on Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, Isaiah Hartenstein, and uh, what's his name? And Julius Randle. I was going to say, the Knicks do spread it around. Like, when you look at, like, uh, points and things, like it, it's pretty even – it's pretty evenly uh, spread well, you out had, there. I mean, you had three guys in particular yeah. with uh, Brunson, Randall, and um, R.J. Barrett. Outstanding. I mean, really, it was very – and Hart is Hart is a really good player. And not only that, he is so likable. Like, his attitude – like, that's the type of – this is going to sound nuts because he's not LeBron James. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even comparing him to that level of player. That's the type of guy I want to give $40 million a year to. He seems like he just – it bothers him when they lose. He loves it when they win. He seems like a team guy. Winning is everything to him. He seems like a good dude. That's the guy I want to pay. So that's a guy you wouldn't mind seeing a big contract. No, I right I think the guy's outstanding. I mean, you want to talk about – Jalen Brunson is awesome. I'm not saying anything to the contrary. But you want to talk about a guy that was like the missing piece to what could be a conference finals team? He's been it. He's been – I mean, since they got him, I wasn't aware how good a player he was. He does so many things on the court. And he had one of the biggest shots last night, that corner three. Is he your MVP of the series thus I'm far? I'm not saying that. No, no, right. no I'm not saying I that. I would. Well, there's 1-1. One, one. I can you have an MVP. I'm saying so far. No. Just so far. Like, if it ended today in a tie, mm, no. who would you give it to? Not him. Okay. I don't think. No. Hmm. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Did you like that Carmelo Anthony got a standing? Well, that I'm not sure a standing me. ovation. No, but, but he got an ovation he for got sure. A loud ovation. Yeah. Now they put up on the screen Nick's legend. Yeah, was I think we throw that. Legend? We throw that. No, he was a Knicks player. He was a he was a great Knicks player. Knicks great. legend. What titles did he win? No titles. Right. Okay. Did he was he here for 15 years? No. That's what I mean. So, I don't think he's Nick's like, legend. Patrick Ewing didn't win an NBA title. Patrick Ewing is a Nick legend. Yes. His whole career here, and I know he played at, at the end, whatever. Where did he play at the Na- end? Oh, Seattle. Supersonics. 99% of his career was in New York. He gave you his blood and guts every game. That's a Nick's legend. Carmelo Anthony was a really good player, but I, no, I'm sorry. What about Jeremy Lin, Nick's legend? <laughs> no. Oh, come on. What? <laughs> you. We throw that word around way too much. <laughs> They probably were just like, what do we put up on this screen? We can't. We put former Nick. Nick's great. That's fine. Nick's great. Okay, Absolutely. that's fair. Yeah, they had Nick's legend. 
Yeah, I, I'm not. Legend to me is reserved for Clyde Frazier, for Patrick Ewing, um, those guys. Not, not Carmelo. Anthony. Not Carmelo. No. Okay. No. Sorry. All right. I, that's what I, I'm with you on that one. I saw it. I was like, not a Knicks legend, but what else do you write? But Knicks great would be good. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. So he got a nice ovation, Jerry. Yeah. Well, and you know what? As time goes by, he will be remembered more fondly. Every which. Every time that he goes up on the big board. Okay, good. That doesn't surprise me. And I saw him talking to Spike Lee, who looks very small compared to (laughs) tall NBA players. So would I. (laughs) I'd like to see you talking to uh, Mm. Knicks legend Carmelo Anthony. He's not a legend. No. Uh, No, I'll pass. Hmm. It's very emasculating. It is, yeah. When it's small. You feel like a a child. You feel like a very small man. Uh Now, with Aaron Rodgers back at the Garden, Jerry... He said, uh, I guess he was on Pat McAfee yesterday. He did, a, he did a pop-in. It was Pat McAfee's birthday or something. So he called into surprise. What, he turned 35? <laughs> he surprised Pat McAfee. But he said he wants to uh, go to a Yankee game and possibly throw out a first pitch. Didn't I read that the Mets invited him to throw out a first pitch? I did. I saw SNY put that out there, that the Mets have invited him. So he's think, not interested in the Mets. He wants to go to well, Yankee Stadium? I'm or? just wondering, did the Mets invite him after he said he wanted to? I saw this yesterday prior to hearing anything about the Yankees. Oh, so really? I don't, I don't know. But I also didn't see him with McAfee, so I'm not sure. I don't That's know of the timing of it. Yeah. Boy, someone, whoever's in charge of uh, asking for people to throw out the first pitch at the Yankees, he's got to be like, oh, man, I can't believe I didn't ask Aaron Rodgers before he said something in public. Serious question. Yeah. If you're the marketing director for the Brooklyn Cyclones or the Staten Island Yankees, do you make that call? No, I'm not wasting my time. But what if he says yes? How do you know he's going to say no? I mean, it is your job, is it not? Uh, yeah, but you got to know your limits. Why? Because everyone has limits. You got to know. But you don't. But what if he's what, what if he's a baseball geek, and he was fired up to go do that? Like the Staten Island Yankees, as I saw the other day when I took the ferry. I see that that stadium overlooks Manhattan. It looks gorgeous. What if he's a New York and baseball geek, and they sent him a photo of what it looks like, and he's like, "Oh, you know what? I got. No, I'm single. I got nothing to do. What the hell?" Maybe go meet some Staten Island chicks. You never know. You never know. Hmm. Aaron Rodgers fell in love in Staten Island when he <laughs> threw out the first pitch for a Staten Island Yankees game and met a lovely woman. Stranger things have happened. Yeah, I don't even think like he's interested in the Mets. He might not be. I don't know. Although I think you got to do, like, you don't want to favor one team over another locally because mm-hmm. you don't want to piss off the fans. That's why, like, he shows up to the Ranger game. He's not in any Rangers gear. Like, most of the time, they throw you in a jersey. He was Aaron Rodgers. He was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I do like And I know that. at Knicks games, most people other than Spike Lee don't wear a Knicks jersey at the games. But I think if you go throw out the first pitch at a Yankee game, you got to go throw out a first pitch at a Met game. Because someone also has to educate uh, Aaron Rodgers on, like, mostly Mets fans or Jets fans. That is very true. Mostly Yankee fans or Giants fans. Yeah. Mostly. It's not 100%, not but you're 100%. right. That is very... Right. So you're on the Jets. You've got to throw out the first pitch for the Mets. And you can do both, by the you way. You can. Especially being so new here. You can go appease both fan bases. Yes, you can. Because they get a good event. Even at Yankee Stadium, we'll get a really good ovation. Absolutely. So... I would do both. You're right. Kind of cool to be Aaron Rodgers right now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, man. You, like, everyone wants you to do stuff. You probably could ring the bell on Wall Street. Ding, 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 uh, ding. Yeah, I'm sure that's probably in the works. 
But I would try to ask like some Wall Street dudes. I'd be like, oh, let me go on a day where it's going to be like, where we already know where it's going to be a nice day on Wall Street. I don't want to go ring the bell and then lose 500 points. How do you know that? I feel like sometimes they know. I guess, but I don't think you have the stock market crash. Here's the guys that know, the crooks. The criminals. Because they sell <laughs> before it happens. <laughs> they do have that thing every once in a while. I Google like um, Dow Jones futures mm-hmm. to see what they predict is going to sure. It's going to open it. Here's the thing. Yeah. If you could find that out with Google that easily then everyone would be able to predict what's going to happen. Well, they just I, I think that just looks at like how the other stock markets are trading no, at the time, and they predict this is what it looks like we're going right. to open up. Now, it could change as soon as it opens up, exactly. but that it could change in a second. Exactly right. That's why you got to call your guy, Guy Adami. Yeah. To find out, what's the deal? He never gives me real why information. I still want to talk to him. I don't, well, he doesn't give stock advice. No, That's no, I don't want advice. I still want answers because I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't understand what causes stock prices to tumble like, based well, on one stupid report. Right. They'll be like, uh, uh, the Dow Jones lost 700 points today because three less people bought iPads. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Just because the iPads? That's a bit extreme, but your point's not all that it far off. It is weird stuff. Where be like, yes, it is. It could be one big company like Apple. They're yep. like, man, they're, uh, the Apple sold less iPhones in India. Like, whoa. whoa. Right. Or Apple's growth was 0.1% less than expected. Yeah. The Dow Jones down 4,000 points. <laughs> and your 401k sucks. <laughs> and that too, right. Yeah. All right, 517. We are just getting started. Uh, a very busy Wednesday morning for you. And then Boomer and Gio to carry you until 10 on the fan.